Headquarters to all units. Headquarters to all units. All units stand by for on patrol with the PPD. Airing now on WTBR 89.7 FM. Ah, good morning. It's 9 a.m. Friday morning. It's the, uh, what, what day is it, Jack? Is 26? it 26th. Friday. I'm, I'm like so lost here. <laughs> and uh, you're listening to On Patrol with the PPD uh, on WTBR FM 89.7 FM. Good morning. It's uh, now one after nine. Look at that. And uh, you are uh, listening to Officer Darren Derby with the Pittsfield Police Department. Uh, and uh, Lieutenant Gary Traversa is behind the board. And uh, we have a very special guest from the sheriff's office, uh, Jack Quinn, Deputy Superintendent Jack Quinn. Sorry about that. Superintendent. And, oh, Superintendent. Oh, I thought. So, <laughs> I, I, listen, you got so many titles up there. I don't know which is which. And, yeah, it's, uh, it, it gets confusing. Yeah. <laughs> you can it's, call me anything but late, late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it's Friday, um, you know, thankfully we had some rain this week and, uh, you know, that brought some reprieve to a lot of people that uh, were dealing with the humidity uh, and, and me being one of them after two weeks of motor school, it was uh, probably the hottest I've ever had uh, on a motorcycle and that was disgusting, but we'll get into that afterwards. Warms up on the pavement, doesn't it? Oh gosh, yes, that was hot, that was hot. Um, uh, so today we're going to have a special guest with us, uh, Superintendent. Jack Quinn from the Berkshire County Sheriff's Office, and uh, he's going to be here talking about uh, a, uh, what do you call that? Uh, water water, a, a, a water well, rescue a turned into a recovery. Yeah. Um, this was the uh, the other day, um, and, um, you know, unfortunately, um, or fortunately, they did find uh, the gentleman, but, you know, it uh, was a, a sad ending. Um, but uh, I know there's a lot of people that are involved in this, um, you know, Pittsfield Fire and uh, Pittsfield Police you know, we just kind of stood by and, and uh, made sure the roads uh, were passable, but at the same time, you know, kept people back. But, um, Jack, if you'd like to just kind of touch base on this and, and talk about all the resources that ended up coming in and, and how about, you know, how it ended in, in, in the recovery. Yeah, so with these situations, um, there's, there's a lot of coordination. And um, when it's multiple agencies, we go to incident command and uh, – Chief Sammons from the Pittsfield Fire Department was in, in, in charge of the scene. And uh, the Berkshire County Sheriff's uh, dive team and rescue team is a support agency. And um, we've been training, we've been at it for about eight and a half years. That, that was my question. So eight so eight and a half years, that's all that that's... Th that I've been involved okay, with. Okay, I was going to say, because I remember that for a long time. With, with Tommy Grady, who's Assistant Deputy Superintendent up to, yep. at the jail. And... Um, we started our training eight years ago. We all became master divers and rescue divers. Um, it started with the sheriff walking into my office one day and saying, we have a dive team, which was, um, it, it has been in effect for probably over 20 years, um, but we needed more individuals, more team members. And uh, he asked me if I swam and I said, I do. And he says, good, you can be on the dive team. And I said, no, I swim above the water, yeah. not, not below it. And, uh, of course, it's morphed into uh, being certified. And um, so then we started formalizing the, the team more. And um, we have great partners out of Stockbridge. Um, 
with Neil Haywood and Jay Ryan and the and the whole group out there. And Is it the Stockbridge Fire? Stockbridge Fire. Okay. Yep. They do a tremendous job, a very good job. They're very well versed on um, all the protocols. And the incident uh, on Monday, uh, the call came out. We responded. Um, we do have to give a shout out to the uh, two uh, individuals that were fishing there. Uh, oh, the uh, two young gentlemen. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. who did a tremendous job, and uh, th without their help, we wouldn't uh, gotten mm -hmm. to the point we went to uh, that we had uh, ended up with that day. So. Basically, the call comes out, the resources start coming in. Uh, during the incident command, we, in the Pittsville Fire Department and the Pittsville Police Department helping out, and then the Berkshire County Sheriff's uh, resources came in, and then then you start the, the call-outs. Uh, the Massachusetts State Police dive team um, were called out. So the, so the Sheriff's Office, and I, and I did see, um, you know, I was there for, for a little bit, getting some caution tape there and you know I did see the fire guys they were in there in their wetsuits kind of walking around looking around in the shallow spots and then uh, slowly uh, you know, members of your team from the uh, search and rescue team arrived they quickly um, threw on their garb and and uh, Jimmy Rathman being one of them and was like in there before I could, before I could even blink he was already suited up and in, in, in there so um, so initially they they did the initial search of where they believed that he was last seen or could have been right P pittsfield uh fire department was on the scene immediately they deployed their resources um with getting their um individuals in the water uh, checking the shallows um right up until as far as giving uh letting us know what the terrain was like up to a certain point yeah, that drops off a little it, bit from... it, you go out about six feet then it drops to 13 to 15 feet Ooh. And then Jimmy Rathbaum, who was Jimmy Rathbaum, who was in the water, who's one of our divers, fairly quickly was down as far as thirty-five feet. Wow! Um, yeah, it so, was that deep. Yeah. So and it's murky. You can't. No. There's no seeing in that, right? So when we talk about Silver Lake, and there's yeah. where the incident took place. Um, Silver Lake was dredged. You got to help me out. I don't know how many years ago. Within ten years, right? Yeah. Within um, the last ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And um, so what they did is they dredged the lake out. They put in a, uh, a rubberized membrane on the bottom of it and then brought sand in. Because of the uh, silt that was in there, they had to go fairly deep down to get to, to the point where it would, um, whatever they were taking out had to get out. So the, and then they brought in sand and then they let the water back in. And um, that it's been a while since mm. you know there was anything you know even people f even fishing in you know a place that didn't even freeze during the winter yeah. 25 years ago yeah um so th there was a lot of unknown um so when you report to these scenes we go to you know like i said we went to the incident command model we had tremendous support uh both from pittsfield police department pittsfield fire who was first on the scene uh, the Berkshire County Sheriff's Office, Hinsdale Fire uh, came. Um, At uh, Lanesboro? Lanesboro. Uh, the chief was there. Uh, he was a safety officer. He did a tremendous job. 
a really great job, very knowledgeable. Chief Durfee, yeah. Chief Durfee, great guy, um, very knowledgeable. And then um, help me out here, Derek. Uh, yeah, the Massachusetts of Department of Fire Services S- showed up. They showed up. And they, then uh, Mass uh, EPOs uh, yep. showed up. And then uh, the state police dive team also yep. showed up. Okay. The uh, inaction ambulance was there. Okay, yes. Um, which was, you know, very important to have on scene. So w- when you get to those scenes, it's, it's a very tense situation. Um, like I said, those two young men did an outstanding job as far as giving us last known locations. And then y- you start deploying the resources into the water. Um, and w- we have divers, um, and safety is of the utmost importance. The uh, Massachusetts DPO, they, so the call went out for their boat. Their their boat has sonar on it, which oh, is no kidding. very very important, because um, up until that point, you're in very dark, murky, and it's wa- getting darker. Wa- as and the, it's as getting a, darker yeah. as the situation, uh, you know, went on. Um, so having the, the the their boat deployed with their sonar and um, their individuals in there and reading sonar will give you a larger scale and it, sh- it will show anomalies in the water um, uh, uh, from the bottom. So you'll see like a, uh, I guess it's kind of like what you see on TV, right? When and I always think of like when they're looking at the Titanic and they show it and it actually shows uh, waves, Wave, right? And then it, it just shows height of the waves and. Yeah, so it's it's spread out over the water. They go to a grid pattern. Um, we did have two drones there, mm-hmm. um, one by the uh, Massachusetts Fire Services, um, that was able to pick up some kind of interesting things, even though it, it was hovering above the water. And to see the, you, you could only see down so far sure. from, from the top. And it was a very hot and bright day, so that came into play. But it, it did show a, a little bit. Um, when Without the sonar, okay, it's really hit or, it's, it's totally hit or miss. Sure. Um, and they went about it very methodically, very professionally, um, with their grid pattern. Uh, they did so obviously they, they must obviously train for this, especially. Oh, absolutely. There's a reason why they have the absolutely. sonar in there. Yeah. And that boat came out of Ludlow, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to gather as many resources as you can, and, and you have to go as far as Ludlow. And, uh, you know, some of the state police divers, uh, I don't know if there's any in Berkshire County, but uh, the, there was uh, one trooper who was from East Longmeadow, um, and the, they'll co- one of the guys came down from the, the northeast, uh, north. And northeast? northeast part of the yeah. state, you know, all the way down. Um, they were able to deploy their resources in a very timely fashion. And it, it's it's critical to get on the scene. Um, we're not a recovery team, we're a rescue team, but okay. sometimes okay. these things do turn into a recovery. Yep. Um, it's, it's a little bit unfortunate because at one time, Pittsfield Fire yes, had a very robust, very, they, they were one of the gold standards um, when it came to water rescue, both uh, shore support, getting into the water for uh, before going under the water and safely being able to check things and actually going into the water. Um, and D- Darren, I think you can remember and with uh, some of the polar plunges 
mm-hmm. r- early on. Yep. Pittsville would be there. Yes. yes. Very, very, very uh, good. It was with Deputy Chief. Oh, man, I can't remember. I know exactly where he lives, and I know what he drives, but I can't remember his name. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, <laughs> and, and that's ice is totally different than sure. open water. Sure. It brings in a whole different set of skills um, in safety you know, concerns. But, but because of budgets and, you know, you can only budget for so many sure. things. Um, well, when you have other resources, such as the environmental police and the state police that have a, a much more robust uh, budget, you know, but they do that more often. It only makes sense to kind of, yeah, you know, um, shrink so, it up and, you know. yeah. And in um, what Pittsville Fire was able to do was very, very important because they they right away put two. Uh, they, 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 they got their boat in there. Yeah, right? they got their boat. Yeah, and we had two boats. Uh, Stockbridge brought their boat. Uh, Pittsfield had their boat. Actually, we ended up with three, and then they. Uh, uh, Mass EPOs had their boat with the yep. sonar on it, so we had three boats on the scene. And, um, you know, unfortunate was once time goes by, mm-hmm. if you don't get the individual right away, you know it's going to be a recovery. I know there were some, a uh, couple of, our, our gentlemen showed up that seemed to have some uh, expert knowledge of maybe where the water, water. flow and, yep. and uh, you know, what the current. I didn't even know there was a current in there. Yeah, so we were we were fortunate that day um, when we were looking, and I and you were there, Darren. Um, you could see the the rippling on top of the lake. Co- yeah, it comes right uh, not too far from I think to the right of where the, the um, we were all standing. standing. That's where the um, they have some bricks that are in there and stuff, and the water, water comes out. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, um, the, that's a you know so the water fl- flow goes back and forth the. After the surface wake, there wasn't much current mm. that day, which was very good because it had been a little while before it had rained, and it wasn't like we had huge thunderstorms and the water was rushing. I mean, that, rushing that, that's not a spring fed, right? That's just Is that just from the catch basins and stuff? Is that where that water comes from? I don't know where the water comes from. but Gary, you're the historian on this. Are you? I, I could tell you I remember there being a house on that, but I don't know oh, where the water yeah, comes from. Because no. <laughs> it comes from underneath the road. But I don't know where. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> so, so I, I I do not know that. Yeah. The, so we were lucky to have that. I think the gentleman was there. Yeah. Maybe yeah. He had some knowledge. It, and, and as far as the, knew, knew a lot about the terrain. Yes. Yes. It, it, because it was new to us as far as uh, you know any type of mapping. You know we it, it's it's fairly new. Now looking at so it, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But looking at it, that's probably something that maybe hey, when they were redoing it, at least. Give us a map of what the terrain is, but yeah. You know. did, did did the guy watch the dredging? Is that how he knew what the terrain? I don't. I don't know. He he had lived nearby and had watched a lot of the dredging, so uh, I I'm assuming yeah. huh. he, you know he and he was and he he goes around and picks the litter up around oh, okay. the lake yeah. too. So um, huh. so you know all that knowledge is important, yep. especially in these types of uh, situations and scenes. And um, it went, uh, we had an after-action briefing um, a couple days ago, you know, um, after the event. And those are important. We, we talk about the things that went correctly, you know, what went well and things that we need to, might want to work on or look at. Um, all in all, for all the resources that were there and the, the uh, situation, it, it was done very timely, very professional. The um, Pittsville Fire did an 
excellent job. And he, and he can't do it without these other Multiple resources. resources yeah, yeah and, and, and that's what it takes. And one thing we have to remember, you know, here in the Berkshires, it takes a while. You know, down around Boston, there's a lot of resources. Down around the water, around the Cape, there's a lot of resources. Sometimes, which gets forgotten here, is the number of lakes and water that we have. And it's it's important to, even when we look at this, sit down and break this out even further. And money is always an issue and time and, 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 and mm-hmm. manpower. Uh, but it's because of how much water there there is here in the county and especially in Pittsville, uh, after this, you know, we're certainly going to, Expand, expand. Sure, you know we had a lot of look for some young blood. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> First, some formal. people might be retiring. And yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, and you know, even looking at the the PD itself. Yep. Okay. To start, um, you know, I, the chief, chief and I had talked afterwards, and um, you, you know, there's a number of things we can do with a coordinated effort. Uh, you, you know, to uh, when I was really a, look at. When I was a kid, uh, uh, my grandmother's boss was an uh, expert diver, and he always taught at, like, Williams College. He was, you know, he's, that's what he did in the pool and stuff. And I remembered as a young kid, I, like, I, I want to do this. I'm like, Bob, like, I want to become a, I want to get into diving. And he's like, all right, when you get older. But as I got older, it's just like I became more weary of what's in the water. I can't, I, I don't know, like. If I can't see my face, and I and I've talked to Jimmy Raffin, you know, at length. If I can't see my face, I I just I I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I I can tell you this. Jimmy's an excellent instructor. I mean, I should say I can't see my hand. My yeah, face. of course I can't see my face. <laughs> yeah. You took but, the words right out of my right, mouth. Right, right, right. But, <laughs> but, but but I mean, he talks about how murky it is, and you can barely even see the hand in front, front of your, your face. face. And yeah. I'm like, man, you know, like I just. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 a dark place down there yeah and, and you're, it's all like by feel yeah and there's thermal climbs you know once you get to six feet down to 10 feet down to 15 feet down to 20 the water gets colder oh. <laughs> and then when you get to you know 45 50 100 feet it's very cold no matter where you are and those are called thermal climbs and as you go down it's a very it gets a lot colder, and uh, and and that's why you, the equipment and the gear sure. is so important. The training, um, you know, getting in the water as much as you can, uh, is of the utmost importance. And I and I know we've uh, we've kind of gotten a little farther ahead than than uh, without getting into some detail and without getting into too much detail, you know. Um, so they use sonar. Sonar helped find uh, this gentleman's body. And from where these uh, reporting parties thought they last, that he could have been, um, how far away was he from that area? So uh, panic comes in because they wanted these two young kids did a great job. Yeah. And um, we were a little bit off, but there was a house across the um, Silver Lake where it was reported that um, there was, they had a, uh, a camera on their house. Um, yeah. So uh, um, Marty Street and Jeff Holmes um, and Jason Briel started canvassing the neighborhood and, and actually going and looking at the film footage. 
And uh, after seeing the film footage and the, the firsthand reports by the individuals, we were able to get a, a, a little better. Because um, usually surveillance cameras aren't the greatest, especially no, if no. they're on the house. Yeah, yeah. But at least it, so I assume it gave you some sort of direction on, hey, this it, is. It did, yeah, and, yeah. And, and it made a world of difference. Yeah. It really did. Um, it was, it, we were a little bit too far close to 4th Street. Okay. Okay. So we so moved, we moved the operations out. down yep. along Silver Lake Boulevard. Is, is that the name of the? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. yeah. So we moved it, and, and it wasn't a lot, but sure. Um, when you know when you're going in because of the uh, visibility and and you're doing it, and we the divers were also Jay Ryan and Jimmy Rathbum were both also doing grid patterns as as we we, we moved out further. Okay. As we moved out further, a decision was made to move it down based on the information and knowledge we had from the film footage. Mm. Um, and, and that's a beauty. I, I mean, we hear so much negative about, you know, sometimes the, the citizens of Pittsfield couldn't have been more helpful, okay, in this situation. You know, to, you know, two strangers are going into your house looking at your film yeah. footage from, yeah. you know, and that's great to... To see, and it, that was very, very appreciated, um, you know, by the PD to fire yeah, department, and sure. the sheriff's office, and everyone was there. State police, everybody was there. So um, a lot goes into it. Um, the uh, Pittsfield with their uh, Pittsfield fire with their initial uh, shore searching was very critical. Um, well, that initial. That initial uh, search is always critical. Yeah, right? I mean, it is. It is, and, yeah. and 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 that's why when um, I mean at that point you're still in a rescue mode, correct? Right, and and I don't know how I, I can't remember. I you know I've read it in college course or something, but how long somebody can actually you know be underwater no, and not and breathe? And that all and depends still, on the you still have some time. how cold the water is. Sure, yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. um, the anywhere from. 20 to 45 minutes and then I, I guess there was a couple of cases where yeah, it sure. went a little longer than that um, but uh, and how, know, how far down did, is that it, it was it was about 17 feet okay mm-hmm. the, uh, um, the where it was located you know our thoughts and prayers obviously yeah. go out to the family yeah absolutely um, it's, it's, but again it's, you know it goes back to those two young Gentlemen, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if they weren't there, I, I mean, how would you ever know? We, 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 we unless wouldn't. he told a family member, "Hey, I'm going to Silver Lake to, to go swimming." So, right. But again, you know, that's it's a kind of a, a secluded body of water that you just don't see that often in. Um, nor do you see a lot of people fishing. Um, but you know, thankfully, it, uh, things worked out, and you know, the family can hopefully have some. Um, you know, a little bit of uh, a rest, a little easier. Yeah, closure you know. to sure, a, a, sure. a very st- st- stressful, stressful situation. Yeah, and um, you guys, it, according to the press release by the district attorney's office, um, it, it looks like it um, uh, came to a conclusion somewhere around uh, shortly before 9, nine o'clock. o'clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, obviously, you guys were on scene for a little longer, but... Yes. Yeah. 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 The, uh, so, the partners, the support... The um, collaboration—that's the beauty of Pittsfield yeah. and the Berkshires. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I think you know, given that we're in that smaller community, most of us have have um, either you know 
started our careers with other people that are nearby um, or worked, such as myself with the sheriff's office, and then vice versa. Um, you know, it, it, similar to the sheriff, you're right. So we, we all know, we all have great connections with uh, other departments and uh, services that, that you just have to call them up on the phone. You know, there's no, hey, you got to call dispatch, you got to do this. Most of us have each other's personal cell phones. Hey, you know, um, and, and similar to this, well, it was this, I heard them calling, hey, you know, can we get a hold of the sheriff's office dive team to send them down here? That was Pittsfield. I was listening to Pittsfield. So I just immediately picked up my phone and called, uh, you know, uh, ADS Grady and just said, hey, just so you know, this is this will be coming to your dispatch within probably seconds. So it, Yeah, okay, and from great. the time of that call, it yeah. did. And, uh, oh, yeah. We have a system where the divers are notified. Mm -hmm. uh, we immediately got in, in touch with Stockbridge Fire. Okay, deployed their resources, which is a very strong team, mm. even though it's a smaller town. Is that because of the Stockbridge Bowl? I, yeah, absolutely. And that Stockbridge absolutely. Bowl is pretty busy. Yeah, I think in the summertime, you yeah. know, there's a lot of people, um, a lot of uh, local uh, establishments. I think that send people there to to hike and swim. Yeah, and, and camps, and, and camps. Yes, in yes. Tanglewood, and yeah. you know, there's mm. the, you know, without in a normal non-COVID year yep. uh, of the... It'd be uh, busy. It would be busy. Mm. It, and just like the lakes here in Pittsfield are, yeah. are going to be very busy. They're, it's starting. It's starting. Well, I'm, Lieutenant? Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, I'm amazed at uh, the coordination. I mean, I, I've obviously been involved in, in large-scale operations um, other than, than water rescues, and, and the way that came together and you know going through and um hearing the accounts afterward and all the you know the the, the resources that came in it was i mean a, a true team effort and uh like you said jack it's just you know we're fortunate to have that available to us not only the um you know the local teams and the, and the skills and and whatever can be brought to the table locally but to be able to, to pull you know further out east as as needed you know and that's a haul coming from out oh yeah you know, that way that's that's a that's and, and if you're waiting for a resource you know especially you know similar you know point and example the the um uh the boat you know the epo's boat which was out in ludlow i mean it's i mean they i'm sure they were here they jumped on the highway and you know they hurried along. right down but here sure the, sure the time it took from the initial call was outstanding and then the uh the state police dive team is one of the elite. They they are very very good, hmm. very good, and um, and the, but and then watching ours and court and, and, and well, I mean, you think Stockbridge about training training it's, it all, all comes down to training, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, you have uh, uh, again, uh, you know, Jimmy Rathman, and you know, this is what he does on his spare time. You know, yeah. he he does diving trips, so he's constantly training, and that's. Similar to our job, if you're not training, you just you tend to forget those skills. Yeah, Jimmy and Lori Rock did our training. Yep, and they're great instructors. I was not the greatest student because, <laughs> like you, Darren, did you float to the top a lot? The, uh, <laughs> I had a lot of apprehension, anxiety, uh, and, yeah. and anxiety. My goodness, <laughs> the, this this hair used to be blonde, um, <laughs> it's not anymore, and it's all because of diving. Um, the but they do it in such a 
professional manner and they get you relaxed and once you get, get relaxed in the water it is it, 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 it's so let me ask you you know we're talking about this and you're talking about getting uh more people and kind of making this a little bit better of a, of a dive and rescue and recovery is that something that is open to divers that are not law enforcement is that i don't know how the sheriff's office that team works but yeah so we we do have some and that's for the listeners in case yeah, there's somebody listening we, we've to got say, hey, some um non-law enforcement people on the team um and because of their experience so when you look at the curriculum okay rescue diving is is different than uh recreational diving you can take a recreational diving course all right and after x amount of hours and classes you, you know you'll get your certificate uh, when i think when people go on trips i've never even been on a trip but when they go to these resorts and you know islands and stuff they'll take you you know yeah, you got to have a certain is it like you know if you're diving a certain class is cl- that, yes so right. you have to bring a certificate or something with you it allows you to go however deep or right whatever in, in you're breathing depth and and yeah. what you're using for equipment and and actually even what you're breathing with oxygen and and diving you have your regular dive tanks and then you have nitrox and for colder water and then mm. you know which has a higher uh percentage of oxygen in the mix uh, you know all these things come into play and then recovery after it and you know when you go down you know 50 feet coming up you have to stop every 15 feet you know because of uh, the pressure and all, all these things come but in. if you can't see your regulator and you can't see all oh, that, you can see your you can always bring that regulator oh, you, oh just right up to your face right yeah. up to your face <laughs> like this like this microphone we're speaking into just yes <laughs> and, and i'll tell you one thing that made the world a difference in diving as far as i'm concerned we have gone to the uh, full face mask and they have comms units in it oh. and to be able to like if you and I, all three of us were diving, I, I would be very re- relaxed because I w- I'm able to talk to both of you. Yeah, and that alone brings oh. a, a calmness. So, and you guys have that capability. Y- yes, yes. So, do you have that capability to talk to other agency divers that are in the yeah, water? Yeah, and, and that's why we have Jason Briel. Okay, you know, so so who, he patched he, it. He, is that he, what you call he it? He can patch. Yeah, he patched a, a, it. He, he's the master pat. So was the the, the um, he, sheriff's office that the command Bago, I guess you do. Yes. Was that down there? Yes. So, so, he, so that was able to also. right. So he's able to hey, let's you know we can patch these together on that yeah, mobile unit. So in in moving in moving forward, if we had multiple agencies with comms in the water, we we'd be able to work that out. That's great. The uh, so without the comms, you go to hand signals. Sure, uh, you, you know that you're trained in. But if you're uh, in this, you can't see somebody five feet away from you. Yeah, you? That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's there's no signal. We got to go up. The uh, so. Um, you know, it's a very interesting field and necessary when it comes to public safety to have mm. um, at, at the end of the day. Um, so, you know, and just thinking longer term and, 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 you know, working with the police department, working with the fire department, um, other fire departments other than um, Stockbridge to start maybe even doing joint trainings more often. Almost like, um, you know, our Berkshire County special response team, right? So you have you have uh, departments that have one or two guys or, g- or girls that are dedicated to, to this, and then 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a great example, yeah. Darren, the uh, great example. Listen, it's um, 9.32, or a couple minutes past the halfway mark. Uh, we're going to uh, take a short break, and you listen to the weather and uh, some sponsors. So we'll be right back. Is your little one safe inside your vehicle? Is the child seat installed properly? Is it the correct seat for your child? Hi, this is Sergeant Mark Madeline with the Pittsfield Police Department, reminding you to please keep your children safe. Follow the safety seat manufacturer's recommendations for height and weight, and check NHTSA's website or our Facebook page for recommendations. If you have a question or would like your seat installation checked, please contact our department at 413-448-9700, extension 575. Our officers are certified safety seat installers. Thank you. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union, proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal Credit Union, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair, one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people they support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. PCTV and WTBR are committed to serving our community in this difficult time. We will bring you live coverage of press conferences and official statements from our government officials on PCTV CityLink Channel 1303, on the Pittsfield Community Television Facebook page, and on WTBR as they happen and as we are able to do so. Please stay tuned to our channels and our social media for updates on press conferences and other important information pertaining to the ongoing pandemic. All right, and we're back. Uh, you know what? I forgot that you, you mentioned to me, Gary, that uh, don't forget to tell people how they can uh, send in questions and how they can contact us. So yeah, all that uh, stuff. We've, we've got a, quite a few platforms now. Um, one is uh, obviously our Pittsfield PD Facebook page. Uh, you have uh, Chief Wynn's Facebook page. Um, you have my Facebook page, uh, my professional one, that is. And then um, uh, we do have Instagram, uh, D Derby Man, uh, the police department does not have a functioning instagram one i think at this point but i know the chief does um but you know feel free to send us any questions that you have you know if uh, you have some comments in, in regards to this uh current episode or other episodes you can certainly inquire and say hey you know i'd like to learn a little bit more about this especially the dive team um you can certainly send uh the berkshire county sheriff's office facebook page and instagram page uh, some you know questions if you are uh, interested in joining uh, up with the local um, dive and, and uh, rescue team um, that they put on there a great group of um, uh, people on that team um, and so we're just going to get back into just a little bit uh, with uh, superintendent jack quinn in regards to the recovery and um, you know we, we touched a small uh, little portion on before we went to break about you know having a uh, going into that that county uh, wide response team uh, similar to we have for our uh, SWAT guys and girls, but do this on a, on a dive team level. Yeah, in the county's 963 miles, square miles, that's a lot of... Really? Yeah, that's a lot of... And how many bodies of water? Do you, you, any idea? No. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just... I mean, I'm just, I mean, I mean that's, just, that's... Listen, if we have a listener out there that knows exactly how many bodies of water in Berkshire County, that'd be interesting to find out. Yeah. Just the... Uh, I mean, I'm not talking about, like, little ponds in somebody's backyard, but I mean, like, bodies of water that people can actually fish or swim in. And, I mean, you think right off the bat, you have Cheshire, Pontusic, Anoda... North Adams. Richmond Pond. The North Adams Lake. Did, right? Is I that Motorboat Lake? Uh, no, but you can swim in it. 
Yeah, okay. They have their beach. You have the one at the top of uh, Pittsfield State Forest. Yeah. Whatever that one is. Berry Pond. Berry Pond. And, and then, then it just gets more and more, more as, as you go as south. You just, it, and not There's only ones we bodies don't know of about. water, we're yeah. talking about rivers. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Flowing. Gosh. You know, we were our, you know, been up in North Adams where the, even where they hold the water and it's cement and it's running through. Yeah, the, the, uh, the water way yeah sure, sure. Yeah, i remember yeah. listen i grew up on uh, in north adams on temple street which is uh, right across the bridge from where the electric company is on off of river street there yep. i grew up there that's you know until elementary school and i remember they had a flood uh back in the day and um so if you're looking at those waterways there um they have like a, there's a big concrete wall like that splits the middle of it yeah and i remember as a as a kid seeing somebody that was caught their raft um, somehow or another, I don't know why they were in there, or how they got in there, um, but their raft got caught right in the center of that, and it folded in half. And I remember watching, um, I, I would assume that back in the day it was North Adams Fire, but I don't know, um, had to go in there with ropes going across, and then they would hook onto that rope with a, uh, the tube or a boat or a swimmer, and then they slowly got to that person and pulled them to the side. So, you know, that's... Yeah, yeah technical rescues like that, especially yeah. with water, are, and that's why you need the resources you need the training you need the you know the the the, the know-how and the people to be able to do it mm. So. Mm. I, I don't want to put you on the spot for stats but like about how many times a year does uh do you guys deploy so it's different years it's yeah it's different the, the winter also comes into play with ice fishing yeah um I, just an example Two years ago, I'm just going to the grocery store. The toner goes off out at Cheshire Lake. Uh, a, a, a ATV with a trailer had gone into mm. the ice, and now you're, you know, and you carry some of your gear with you. Um, the uh, so first one on the scene, and I was like, oh boy. Um, you know, have a because that brings it to a whole new level. Oh yeah, it's not like you can walk out there and jump in the hole. I you mean, know. now you have to make sure no. the ice is safe. The, uh, so, um, you know, your training kicks right in. Um, you yeah. know, being safety is of the utmost importance. So, being tethered with a rope, and then you're asking civilians on the shore to man your rope until help comes, um, which can, you know. Uh, be interesting at times sure um so you know you know things like that happen well we tra we train to keep calm for the most part but y yeah you know, it's the people that i, I haven't mastered that yet <laughs> um, <laughs> i can tell you that um but um in you know there's those types of incidents there's evidence recovery you know which sounds a little bit crazy someone sure we've yeah, yeah. guns Gun. uh, something a knife that was thrown, thrown over a bridge or something yeah, yeah. you know you, you're certainly you know more well versed at than i but we get called out to do those things yeah. so um yeah i i can't say enough our our thoughts and prayers go out to the victim's family and the uh, two young gentlemen that were on the shoreline certainly deserve high praise yeah i'm gonna follow I'm, and i'm gonna follow up with them just to check in with them as well i don't know i i would assume somebody has but i'll check in with them i don't know exactly who they are but i'm, I'm sure i'll find out later today so yeah. so we in our discussion we uh we talked quite a bit about jimmy rathbun 
So just for people who don't know, Jimmy was a Ladesboro police officer who at one time served on the uh, Berkshire County SRT um, when I was on there, and he um, retired about two years ago. And as we've said, he's a very um, skilled and, you know, diver. He's been doing it all his life. He, um, not only the, the team, but also recreationally, he does trips. Hell yeah. And um, I, I had a discussion with him oh, within the last year, um, you know, like I'm sure he does with a lot of people, encouraging him to get into diving. And, and I'm with you, Darren. It, <laughs> listen, Jimmy, if you want to take me to uh, the Bahamas, yeah, I'd love to go. Where it's fifty feet in clear water. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're gonna dunk me in, you know, the the depths of Pontusic Lake in the middle of January. Well, it's I, funny. I I, so I asked him a couple of years ago when he was like, "Hey, you know, you, you know," because I talked because I worked with I worked in Lanesboro as well, and I talked to him when I first started my career, going, "You know, I'd love to do this." And so as time went on, you know, I. I he was putting on classes, I think, two years ago. I think um, um, Cheryl Callahan, I think, might have went through it at that time. And uh, and he was like, yeah, we start out in the pool, like, you know, like the YMCA, and, you know, we get used to this. And then we go out to the lake, and we go out by the um, the pier at Anota Lake. And I'm like, okay, that's not so bad. I mean, you could see the rocks, so that's not so bad. And then I think I thought he said you got to go out a little deeper or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, no. No, no. Now that there's a now that somebody thought they spotted an alligator, I'm not going in there. <laughs> so it has not been verified no, no. at all. Don't start anything. Start to, start to rumors, Darren. So, Gary, you and uh, Darren would certainly go dive. This is my rule of thumb. I go diving where there's aren't things that are bigger than me yeah, in the yeah. water. So when you talk about going to the Bahamas, I, I'm out. You know, and I, I'm and, out. And I've gone snorkeling, you know, down in the Bahamas uh, when we've gone on cruises. And it, as weird as it is, you know, it's that first initial, you know, you get into the water. You don't know what the heck is below you. And even in the ocean, I mean, you can see a good, you know, usually a good distance if you're in clear water. And I was okay diving down 10, 15 feet with my snorkel on just to go down and touch it and whatever and come back up. But then I think about it and go, man, like if I look off into the distance and I, I don't know if I want to see something like that large, like a shark coming at me. And then I just said, nope. So now I no longer do that. So well, I, I, I'm in that category. I, I've done that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh. I've, I've gone snorkeling, you know, in nice water and it's been the ocean. There's potentially yeah. a shark. Yeah. You can look out I there kinda, and then it just disappears. I kind of put that aside for <sighs> you know, the immediate you know, area and the fish and the turtles or whatnot. That's really cool. I'm, I'm sure if I saw something bigger than I was, I would panic. I mean, there's, part, there's parts, uh, I think it's, um, I can't remember the island. Uh, it's at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville thing there. But you go on, the, you get off the cruise ship and it's literally right there and there's the beach. So we brought our snorkeling stuff with us and I'm snorkeling around and then you can see where the, the water turns from bright blue to dark blue. Yeah. And it's not too far out. So you go out there and you're just like, hmm. And you, you kind of test yourself to go a little farther and a little farther. And then, like, when you get to the point where you can actually, your feet are no longer anywhere near the, sur the, like the, the, the surface or the, the ground, and it drops off, like, you're like, how far does it? No, no, not doing it. Not yeah. doing it. No. Yeah. And, and so, Jimmy, who... By the way, was also a canine officer. Yeah, that's right. The, uh, that. In yeah. Lanesboro, and he's a member of the sheriff's office. Yep. he retired from Lanesboro and then became it, because of his 
skills that sure. he has. He, uh, he's he's multiple, multi-dimensional. But they talk about going, so, we, you know, we start, we go from the pool. We were using the Boys and Girls Club swimming pool into the lake. We go to the lake, and they're saying, oh, we have the rock classroom in the lake by the fishing pier. Yeah, the pier. Yeah, and, and the boat launch. I'm like, okay. Yeah, they forgot to tell me this rock classroom was this, it's this flat rock and it's got other rocks around it that mm-hmm. you can actually sit on. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's 25 feet down and you follow this tree that had fallen into the water, oh. you know, down to the rock classroom. And then when you get to the rock at 25 feet, it goes, you know, another 15 feet down um so and there's some interesting fish down there is there? so that you get to see that is it is oh, it yeah. clear enough where you can see on days on days yeah. some days some like days what kind of fish uh like pike uh, like you can bass. see them like oh yeah big oh yeah yeah and things always no look bigger through your mask remember <laughs> sure sure the, uh, sure so and when they then you talk about visibility they swim up on you don't they have it, big teeth Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, do. No. <laughs> yeah. The good news is they keep no. telling me they're more afraid of me than I am of them. Yeah, well, they say that about bears, too. But, yeah, right. You know. I'm not going to put that to the test. <laughs> I remember we were out in, uh, again, another cruise, and uh, they told you not to wear, like, reflective uh, necklaces or something like that, especially, I think it was uh, gold. And you're out there because it, it uh, attracts barracuda. Yeah. So we were on uh, Carnival's private island, and we're out there probably 100 feet out from the shore, and it's, you know, crystal clear. And you can look off. I'm looking off in a distance, probably like 10 feet away, and you just see this, like, knife-looking thing coming at you, and, and it's just sitting there. And then it comes within, like, five feet, and we got, um, I forgot who was next. It could have been John Bassey's next to me. And the thing's just opening its mouth like this, and you can see the teeth. And I'm like, ah, uh, no. No, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, so, you know, uh, thanks uh, again, Jack, uh, you know, for coming in. We, we really, really appreciate it. Um, and I think, uh, you know, the listeners um, found a little more some some interesting facts about, you know, uh, diving and, um, you know, what uh, what it entails. And hopefully we can attract some new people, some new blood uh, that have the experience that never thought they could uh, join a local organization. Um, we just want to touch base on, uh, for, so for two weeks, and again, the uh, sheriff's office uh, joined uh, up and partnered with the Pittsfield Police Department uh, last two weeks, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two we weeks ago. Friday. Yeah, we so, could go today. Yeah, so we could go today. We uh, The uh, Sergeant J.P. Murphy and, uh, is it Lieutenant or Captain now? Lieutenant. Lieutenant uh, uh, Travis. Travis Lansky. Yes, thank you. Travis Lansky. Um and uh, so they are uh, certified uh, motor officers uh, that are officer also certified trainers. So they trained uh, two gentlemen from the PPD and then uh, two deputy sheriffs from your office. And it's two weeks of nonstop dropping the motorcycle. I, I could not believe what they went through. Yes. To, yes. To we have that. to re- we have to replace a couple of couple of engine guards, um, you know, and uh, they've taken a beating, but they've we've used them several times now. Um, are oh they're o threes, and um, you know they're older bikes, but we use them for training. But now those have gone on to the two new guys, uh, uh, Officer Neil Goodrich, and uh, Dave Carasoto. Um, so hopefully the public will be seeing them out more on their motorcycles. Uh, Dave works uh, day shift, and Neil works the the evening shift. So it'll be nice to get some new blood out on the motorcycles. And you know with the sheriff's office, I know you guys don't patrol on them, but 
you're at a lot of events that we're at uh, and vice versa. Um, and it's an important part of, uh, you know, the, the department because you're out there in the public and you're up close and personal where, at least if you're in a cruiser or, you know, a marked car, you can't really get up in personal or get closer or even see somebody in there sometimes. But so the motorcycle, I've always found that's it's a great opportunity for community outreach, community policing. Um, and you really are, you become the face and people watch everything you do on this motorcycle. Everything. Yeah, and, and young or old are attracted to motorcycles. Yeah, Harley's nostalgia. Those types. Yeah. Of, so people will say, well, why do you have them? Well, for first of all, large-scale events, and Darren, feel free. What I know about this, you can stick in a thimble. But large-scale events, you can get places quick where mm -hmm. other vehicles can't. Yep. Okay. Um, for escorting anything you can certainly as far as traffic goes move in a very i mean i think you can speak about you know yep. some of the different experiences you have had um you know they it's looked at like do you really need that mm. uh, yeah the there's yeah. a multitude of times um, you know over the course of the spring summer and fall where they're desperately well we, we you know we help lead uh you know i think is it your guys uh, your your office that does the josh, josh billings? billings yep so um you know the josh billings uh you lead that you help i mean you get the person you get them to safety to make sure that 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 lead person the bicyclist or whatever it is on the road uh is getting there safely and then the rest fall behind um you know we have a lot of that we have road races that we that we work with the community on uh much of that on our own time yep and um you know, and it's there's several times where motorcycles go out. We do obviously uh, escort funerals a lot of times uh, for dignitaries or just community members who, who are well known. Um, that you know, not so much the well known part. Well, yes, but they have large scale uh, uh, funeral processions. Um, you know, we we use them for officer funerals and um, you know parades. Uh, you know, we've how many years the parade has been going on in the, in the Fourth of July that. This will be the first year it's not, but Pittsfield police have always been up front and your units are always there with the sheriff's office. So, you know, they do play a critical role in the community. A lot of the times people don't understand why, you know, or, hey, you know, I don't ever see them out and why are they only out here? Um, but we, we do get quite a bit of use out of them. Um, you know, this will be my going on my sixth year, I think, sixth year in the motor unit. Um, I do have the luxury and... Uh, of being able to take the motor out on patrol versus the cruiser any day of the week. Um, unfortunately, I've become so busy that back of my car is usually filled with snacks and toys and whatever else it is I have for community outreach that I can't put on the motorcycle, but I still like to get out there often. Um, it allows me to go into people's backyards, um, housing developments. I can go behind the buildings, um, which allows us to get up close and personal. But you know, getting back to the, the two weeks, it's rigorous. Oh. You know, you, I, I can't, I, I, we, we're going to count how many times we've, that they dropped the motorcycle. Um, I was there as a research officer, um, but, you know, I, I helped the new, the new guys coming on. And I, it, it, first day, I mean, you had to drop it 50 or 60 times. And that's only day one, you know, out of 14, or uh, sorry, out of 10. So it's, it's, it's daunting, but, you know, they, they were hurting. They were hurting. Even on the last day, they still dropped it. It's a lot of picking up. It is. Yeah. But, but you were not light. No, no. When, yeah. when I see them using their back to, yeah. I'm like, whoa. But I tell yeah. you, they, they do take a beating. Um, you know, we, we 
use a little caution and uh, we use um, garden hose. A lot of people didn't know that. We use garden hose um, on the two points of contact on both sides of the bike and that's usually all that makes contact with the ground. So that garden hose saves it uh, to a certain extent and we just have to replace it every four or five falls sometime and just reduct tape it or zip tie it back on. So we went through quite a bit of garden hose. Um, oh, didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Uh, anything else you want to add to that, Jack? Uh, no, I okay. d- do want to give you a shout out. I, what you do out in the community and, you know, gear yourself uh, is outstanding. Well, I appreciate uh, and, that. And especially in today's day and age, um, being out there, being part of the community, uh, understanding, you know, what's going on in the community and the, the needs and um, that it you know being a police officer and caring about what takes place uh is so so important to well I, I appreciate that and you know and again you you know the sheriff's office does partner up with us quite a bit as you know um you know you're you're at some of our events um, um cone with a cop you know we, we always include um you know other agencies to join us uh, because we're all we, we're all in this to do the same exact thing right to protect and serve and um, we can't do this as one agency. We do this as a multiple, multiple agency effort. Um, so thank you for that, and we appreciate you know your continued uh, cooperation and partnership and, and service to this community it's as well. Actually, one of your biggest efforts over oh, the years yeah, has been Cop taken over by one Cop of the Cop on top, yeah, it's pretty much a service. <laughs> Jake Gaylord, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Jacob. Yes, so he, uh, you know, he's uh, assuming the role as, uh, you know, county coordinator for the uh, LETR for Special Olympics. Um, you know, I did my 10 years, and, and I'm glad that he's, he's full of energy, he's ready to go, and, and here we are this year, and we can't do anything. So, yeah. But, uh, you know, he's working on it. So, um, so again, thank you for, for that as well. Um, so I just want to give a uh, – I had some sad news last night. It uh, brought – well, it did bring me to a little bit of tears. Um, one of our long – uh, time residents, um, Kim Scase. Uh, she's a Special Olympics athlete. Uh, been around for years. She's been in quite a few of my videos and pictures. Um, she is moving um, to Colorado with her family. Um, I, she's going to be sorely missed. Um, I'm going to surprise her later today. I'm sure she's not listening, but I'll surprise her later today and play some music for her, and hopefully we can do a little bit of dancing on the front lawn of Elm Street um, and send her off with some, some well wishes. Um... Was there anything else? Oh, uh, so the other thing I want to talk about was uh, Operation Copsicle has not um, come out uh, yet out of storage. Uh, we're working on some COVID plans, and uh, the chief and I hopefully will can, can come up with something that works for the city um, to, to make sure that, you know, everything is safe. Um, oh, the chief, I just saw, sorry, chief, I just saw it from 45 minutes ago. Um uh, Deputy Kilmer and Deputy Phillips were the uh, oh the, the, yes yes back they, in the they, day. they were they were the the main the, the, the head guys for the diving team so uh, uh, Deputy Phillips and uh, Deputy Kilmer I'm sorry that I didn't know that and uh, uh, one of the divers mentioned that uh, Silver Lake was spring fed spring fed okay spring fed there we go yep. and I'm not sure what the last one was oh Morewood Lake is it Pond or is it Morewood yeah yes okay oh okay. yeah. So, so he's listening. I'm glad you're listening, Chief. <laughs> so, so we didn't mention at the top of the program uh, that we were going to be broadcasting without the Chief today. He, oh, yes. He was otherwise committed. Oh, boy. And he actually would have enjoyed this because he's a diver. Yes. Yes. A very you know, 
accomplished diver. Is he? Yeah. Oh, learn something. Well, he certainly new. is. Learn oh, something yeah. new. Um, I, I did want to mention. I sent him a picture. Uh, according to uh, Littleton PD's Facebook page, they are doing an Operation Copsicle, and uh, don't be mistaken. The picture of the vehicle they used is, in fact, uh, the Pittsfield Police Department's Operation Copsicle van. Uh, but we will not be going to Littleton, maybe. And we were going to surprise, mention that to the chief, that maybe we should take a drive out there and surprise Littleton PD with the, with the truck, that the, the image that they used. So just, um, you know, good luck to them. Um, I did speak to a sergeant in Warwick PD, Warwick, Rhode Island PD yesterday. Um, they are looking to expand their community outreach as well. Um, and uh, I hopefully will be teaming up with them. Um, but they're looking to do an ice cream truck, uh, sort of like we did. Um, and then um, there's another officer in the southern states, uh, Ryan Holland, uh, reached out to me a couple of days ago, and their PD has given the approval for uh, an Operation Copsicle as well. So they're, they're moving forward to that, and uh, I can tell you it's one of our best assets um, that, that I've ever seen. Uh, not saying that because I helped lead it, but um, seeing the direct impact that it's had um, just by you know, going around. And, and it's not so much about the Popsicles, it's about creating that quick uh, conversation is as quick as a hello or thank you um, and letting them see that you know you're not always there to to take somebody away but you know there to um, you know listen to them and uh, you know so that's hopefully uh, we can have that out I know there's um, I'm waiting for the announcement from Berkshire Theater Group uh, they reached out to me the other day and uh, wants Operation Copsicle as part of uh, a summer event or events that they're doing soon that that the uh, public hopefully will enjoy um, so we hope to have that out. Um, and with a minute to go, uh, Lieutenant, anything to add? No. Um, you are a big-time stand-in. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was nervous. I'm like, I don't know. The chief didn't even print out anything. I don't remember what to say. And no, I just, I, nah, whatever. We'll just go with you, the flow. Uh, you, you have a natural ability. I appreciate it. We'll just I, go with the flow. I, I enjoy the sidekick role. And, uh, and yeah. I'll do the board. I do miss doing the board. The board was fun. Um, one thing I, I remembered uh, I got to add in there is uh, this is the last weekend for baby animals at uh, um, Hancock, Hancock Shaker Village. I'm looking at a picture of all the little piglets, and that's uh, 10 to 3, um, open Thursday, Sunday uh, through June 28th. So you got a couple of days left. So um, get out there and uh, enjoy that and shop local and enjoy the uh, local stuff that we have for you. So five seconds to go. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weekend and be safe. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs>